Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Shadow of California. I'm jumping in here to tell you that this show has joined the Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support some cool fiction podcast creators like Tal Manier, Bloody FM, Ransom Productions, and me. Apollo Plus shows are ad-free and I've got some pretty cool bonus content. And if that sounds cool, you can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS, or by going to apollopodcast.com. Again, that's apollopodcast.com, or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support. Welcome back to the Shadow Over California, everyone. God, it's good to say that. I hope you all had an excellent two weeks, but fear not, we are back, and we are back with a vengeance! Well, actually, that might just be Nick. Either way, we are so glad to have you back here, and we have a fresh new season ready and coming your way. It's going to be crazy, exciting, fun, and fear not, we have some fun plans coming down the line, too. I don't want to promise anything just yet. Our busy schedules may not have time for it all, but I will tell you as soon as they do because it will be so dope. Now that you're back, I've said it like three times now, but whatever, we are picking up the story where we left off. Every week, Monday at midnight Pacific Standard Time, there will be a new episode, a new chapter in the continuing story of Department 7 as the shadows begin to loom a little darker over California. See what I did there? I'm going to ease us back into the story now. There's a little recap and cinematic to start your way coming in a second, but first, I have a favor to ask. If you could right now go ahead and tweet at us or share us on the social media platform in some aspect at Cthulhu underscore podcast, word of mouth is the only way we spread our story and it would be a huge boon to us. Also, if you could rate us on iTunes, that would be amazing. We still have yet to get enough ratings to even display stars and the iTunes algorithms will help us get noticed a ton. Those are our big things that we would love for you to help us out on. And once you've done that, let's get back to the story with chapter 25 family reunion you know a couple days ago where I had the worst day of my life I got shot I'm afraid of bees now I got attacked by demon leeches I broke my thumb flew out of an exploding truck I would do that all again for this day to never happen So I want to start with a close-up of David. His eyes are wide as he stares at the figure of Abigail merged in with the wall. Her legs are missing, her arms at the elbows fusing into the vibrating red mass of muscles and fat tissue that covered the cave's wall, and he looks at her with her open chest with the beating, pulsing lungs, the missing heart. And then he makes the mistake as he stares into her eyes. And she makes eye contact, and suddenly he's overcome with panic inside. As inside, he sees within her these swirling mass of writhing black tentacles and this bright blue, piercing blue pupil as the tentacles separate to reveal. And he hears this voice inside his head that just screams, And he's gone. Before he even knows what's happening, David is scrambling out of this cave. And he's he's 
scrambling down the rock side of the entrance to the cave, dashing past the truck, not even acknowledging Rhodes and Elsie in the truck. Giant leaves and flowers brush past his legs and his face as he full tilt sprints through the forest. He's just panting, eyes frantic, wide, not seeing anything. The image of those eyes and swirling tendrils are all he sees and all you can hear. Is just David. 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 David! And he stops, suddenly realizing he's ran so far in the he's in the standing in the middle of a dirt road surrounded on each side by tall cornfields. Hoster materializes before him, the tall, slender man in tattered yellow, pale rags. His face hidden behind a blank, white, featureless mask, and a plain, skinny, but absolutely beautiful crown on his head. And he moves in close to stand beside David, pulling him into his embrace. Shh, shh. It's okay. You're safe now, David. You're safe with me. And at this point, a truck comes up over the horizon, and it pulls up next to David, who still hasn't moved or reacted. The passenger side door opens up, and one of two women gets out. The woman in the driver's seat's features are obscured behind the dirty windshield, but the woman in the passenger seat is short, incredibly well-built, dirty blonde, uh, attractive, very flapper-esque. She says, hey, care to join us? You look like you need a ride. David, finally, slowly looks up at the woman. It's okay. You can trust her, Huster says, and this woman responds, he's right. If you need evidence, we can both see him. And she holds up a small necklace with the same pendant that David wears around his neck. And at this point, you can hear a faint explosion of dynamite somewhere, and this woman looks over at the other one in the truck and nods, mouths something, and turns back. And David says, I, I, I don't understand. And David says, Huster kind of chuckles a little bit. And, and the, the woman says, don't worry, it's going to be all right. It's going to take a lot, lot to take in for a little bit, but, you know, hop on in. And go with him, David. I'll be with you, Huster urges, and David slowly walks over to the truck. This woman offers David a hand to the passenger seat, and he takes it. As David closes the door, the other woman reverses the truck and speeds off the way they came. The flapper, now in the middle seat, reaches out to shake David's hand. It's great to finally meet you, David. Huster has told us so much about you. My name is Marjorie. Back at the cave entrance, Professor Henry Rhodes is staring at what used to be the mouth of the cave, what used to be the entrance to go see his Abigail, his wife, his mother, his god. Lying on the ground at the base of the stone between the truck and the rock scramble are John and Claudia, side by side, having run hand in hand through the winding passages of the cave. Jonah stands on the edge of the clearing as the dust finally settles. And Rose jumps out of the back of the truck, landing and stumbling a little bit on his one leg. And he looks at you, John, and he says, Wait, what have you done? What have you done? Just a little excavation, old man. There's nothing to be worried about. You? She's not responding. <laughs> he starts, like, beating, like, hitting... John with his leg. He's like, what have you done? You mean me? <laughs> no. John. Oh, sorry. You left. He's standing on the edge of the cave. Yeah, that's what I was. He's on the edge of the forest. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. It was the only way. Maybe. John, what are you doing? He's not saying anything. He's just stop, taking it. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> stop hitting him. Like, stop. Hit. What? What did you do? 
We saved her. She was... She was being tortured. We saved her. It's not saving to kill someone. It's not saving to kill someone! We... We saved her from her pain because she was dying. She was too far gone. We had we did what we had to. No. And he just starts like he's just trying to beat on you, like with his leg. And just like. Can I just like on can I? T- her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Uh, when that happens, I'm just gonna reach my hand out and grab the prosthetic leg. Okay. And I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just gonna hold it midair if he tries to hit her with it. Okay, he just looks at you, he's got this crazy eye, and he like, roll, roll psychology. Ooh. Ooh, it don't matter what it is, because I got a five. Oh, oh, fuck, that's a, uh, I forgot I had a good score in that. Uh, that's an extreme success. You can tell he's crazy. <laughs> oh, he's totally crazy. Um... But, so he's, you can, you can tell that he's just in this mixture of like frustration and pain and sadness and anger and he's probably not going to stop taking it out on you guys unless you can manage to talk him down. All right. I'll do would it be a psychology roll? Uh it would be probably either charm or persuade. Can I fast talk him? <laughs> Listen, kid, what do you got? I don't I don't think he's in an emotional state to be fast talked. He'd probably just be like ball. Just like I keep hitting you. But you can try. Can I intimidate him? Uh, you could mm. try. Cool. I'm gonna do that. Uh, I'll roll for intimidate. Sixty-nine. <laughs> Got him. You win. It's a success. You win the game. It's better than a crit. <laughs> just so a regular like, success. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like. He's not. Yeah, he's I know he won't respond to it, but I still want to say what I would say. Okay, do it. Listen, American Nightmare, she's dead. Get in the car. <laughs> He's like, you, oh me, you, you could have stopped them. You could, you could have saved her. Yeah, well, I was saving somebody else. No thanks to you. Who, who would that be? Yeah, David, the guy that ran by. Wait, was trying where to find- is he? I, I was unsuccessful where's too. He? Jonah, where's David? I couldn't, I couldn't find him. What? He's, I, I searched everywhere. I got a like extreme success on spot hidden. I couldn't find him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask what that means. <laughs> Says Claudia. <laughs> Speaking of which, you did a really good David impression. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That was pretty good. I didn't expect that. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm glad that Nick just did a really gravelly voice. <laughs> mm. It's pretty easy. Imagine trying to do dogs. <laughs> oh, but they do but. Don't make fun of me now. Don't make fun of me. What do you mean I can't? Leave him alone. I was just I was happy about a lot of things that happened in that flashback. <laughs> so you were saying? You know, I forgot. Oh, well. I have no clue what was going on. You asked about David. Oh. True. There's no David. What happened to him? He's gone. I couldn't find him. Well, do you even have an idea of which way he went when he came out of here? It's it's a, like, ridiculously large forest. I, I looked everywhere I could. 
Well, maybe, maybe he tried to run back to the town or to the farmhouse. We gotta look. We will, we gotta yeah. go trace our steps back and see if we can find him we'll, somewhere. We'll we'll look for him. Cody hears a voice in her head. It's okay, Cody. Let me go. <laughs> I'm gone. That's what I, I was gonna say, but I, I but I, I get the feeling that he's gone. I, I want to look for him, but there's something telling me that it's in vain. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this man's still... He's still just struggling. He's just all worked up in a fury. Old man, what do you want us to do? What's your next plan? What's your plan going forward? You're just going to beat on our leg till nothing happens? Bring her back! We can't do that. John, you, you said how close you were to the professor. Maybe you can talk some sense into him, try to calm him down. If anyone would be able to, it's you. John? Doug? Earth to John? <laughs> I'm organizing my days. <laughs> We're organizing a story. Give him a minute, so. please. <laughs> He's you had a whole cutscene to do that. <laughs> it's, it's true, it's true. <clears throat> so he's just, well, he's just beating still... He's kind of just... Well, has he moved to me since I gave him the lip? No, he hasn't moved. He hasn't... Oh, he's, he's not moving very far. He's just mostly just waving his leg around. and okay. he, he was definitely gesturing towards you with it. All right, I'm just going to... Uh, oh, wait. I'm going to look to Jonah. You have the keys to the car, right? Uh, hey, kid, you still have the keys? He goes, yeah. She holds them up. Okay, toss them here. Yeah, I got the keys. <laughs> All right, go start the car. Okay, doke. I go start the car. <laughs> <laughs> Take that dog, okay? Start the car. You start the car. I start the car. Are we going to Harvard Yard? <laughs> yes, are you going to find fucking David? That's his name, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't find David. Fucking David. That's no, I couldn't name. find fucking David. Couldn't find regular David either. <laughs> <laughs> Searched every brothel. There's no fucking David. Yeah. That's my favorite David skin. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just David in his underwear. <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> well, keep it PG. Do you want to find David? We swear already. We're already explicit. Yeah, but there's something in me that says it's in vain that he's gone. Oh, you'll know him better than me. If you don't want to look, then we won't look. Uh, I, I think that we should at least look for him. I Even if, if I, I get we can't search the whole forest, we wouldn't be able to find him, but at least go back to the town I and see I think that's a double-edged sword because if this guy is upset about us yeah, taking care of... Yeah, because he knew we just blew up the cavern his wife was in. I'd be upset too. Uh, the cops... Might we be a little. We killed them. We didn't kill the cops. We didn't kill the one cop. That's right. We killed the majority of the cops. Oh, we didn't kill the one cop. We didn't kill Boss Cop. He's probably not in the best state of mind either. He's probably headed this way right now. Jonah, what do you suppose we should do then? We should get on the car, look around for David, and if we can't find him, then we're done here. I think we should find a telegram, report back. Get some, get a search party out, and have them take care of it. 
and well done. All right. It's time to go home. Yep. The Art. professor at this point uh, manages to, he just reaches back and starts wailing on uh, John. All right. Listen, pro- professor. Like, what? No. John, roll <laughs> either fight back or dodge. Can I elect to do neither? Just take you the hit. You can elect to take the hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Do you have enough hit points to I'm take? I'm fine. That is a hit. That is going to be six points of damage. Maximum Max damage. damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As he, he takes his leg and he hits you hard enough to knock you back a little bit. He's like, you killed her. All right. Listen, Professor, what's your plan here? You're going to kill us. Then what? Yes. Then what? Bring her back. How? I'll find a way. You've got nothing, Professor. You've lost I'll someone. Find a way. Professor, look I'll at me. Find it. I'm gonna roll for intimidate again. Okay. And this time, get a two <laughs> <laughs> or an eight. It was cocked. A two or an eight. <laughs> uh, if it's cocked, you gotta re-roll that. <laughs> I'm re-rolling this one. I'm keeping the zeros. That <laughs> could make a critical fail. Six. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Okay. It's an extreme success. How do you how do you intimidate him? She's gone, Professor. Live with it. When we lose people, we move on. It hurts right now, but you'll be fine. Get in the fucking car. Jonah is like holding back tears. Mm-hmm. David, the other person, lost people. And he's like you kind of like stop him in his tracks and he just kind of slowly lowers the, the cl- his leg, the club, his leg. And he's like, and you, you can still see that he's, he's still angry. He's still very angry mm-hmm. inside, but he's like just sl- trying to like hobble his way towards the bed of the truck. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and try to Help him into the bed of the truck. Okay. Yeah, you can you can put him up. But he's very quickly like, don't touch me. Don't. Like, pushing your hands off as soon as you set him in the bed. Mm-hmm. John, you sit with him in the bed. We'll get the kid in the, in the, inside the truck. Mm-hmm. Move Elsie inside. Move Elsie inside and we'll drive back. Okay. Where are you guys headed? Uh, the closest town that isn't this one. Mm. Let's. Uh, I'm assuming you don't have something for that, so yeah, we get there well, and we tell actually, it. Actually, we have to go back to this town because in case the town's not entirely gone, we might be able to find a survivor for her. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. We have to go back to the town because maybe no, everybody's someone missing else from lived. That town. No, all we actually know is that her brother got taken and this thing passed. No, she said the town was empty. She said the thing passed through the town. We might be able to hope someone else is alive. She said something about it. She said something about that, but I I don't remember enough to totally blow it off. So, yeah. I I mean, we can go to double check to confirm that for for sure. For the kids' sake. For Elsie, and there will be a telegraph machine somewhere in there to report back to Sector 7. There's probably one in the general store. Okay. Yeah, the sound doesn't have a phone, but they probably have a telegram. You can, you can remember some, at least like one wire running out the ways. So, you guys are headed back to the town? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right. So you guys drive on back and you, you pull into the town and it's, it's looking like a ghost town. There's no evidence of anyone. There's no, no lights on in any of the, any of the shops or houses. And you guys kind of pull up into the middle of this, this group. Uh, middle middle of the the town, close by the close by the town store, and as you guys are exiting, one of the doors opens up, and you see standing in the doorway is this stout, tight-lipped woman with her hair back in a tight gray bun. She's got an apron on and an old single-action twelve-gauge break-open shotgun in her hands, and she's like. And she gestures very hurriedly for you guys to get inside her house. All right, we'll we'll get. We'll I'll go. follow. Uh, we have everyone with us. We're not leaving mm-hmm. anyone in the truck, right? Right. Okay. Uh, so you you all hobble inside, and she's like, "What? What? What are you doing out here? Where? Where'd you come from? Uh, we've been uh, FBI. Uh, we've been investigating the." goings-ons of the town, because if you didn't notice, there's some weird stuff going on. And we came here to go report back at the general store. Unless you have a telegram on you? I, I don't. The only telegram's in the in the in general store, but oh no. my gosh, Elsie. Elsie, oh my gosh. And she like Do you know this girl? Bends down and she's like, yeah, I do. I no, sh- I just guessed. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, she Oh, she she like puts her hands over Elsie's ears and she looks at you guys and she's like we're the only two survivors in this town. There's we found that thing took everything. We found her running out of the woods, I think on the other side of the forest from here. Okay. Okay. Um she well, she lets her hands off of Elsie's ear and she's just like holding her. Um kind of knelt down hugging her. Uh she's like you guys are you guys are armed? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Because that, that thing's still prowling around. Okay, well, well, we'll just get to the general store. Do you have a car? Do you have any sort of vehicle? No. Could we fit them I, in the truck? Yeah, you can yeah. fit them yeah, in the truck. You can fit them in the truck. Yeah, I definitely. didn't know how much room we had There's, left. like, room for three in the front, and then there's... And then three in the like, back. You can fit, like, six in the back. Oh, it's a, that's yeah. a, it's a, truck, it's a pickup thought, truck. It's a pickup truck. Yeah, but they, they come in varying sizes. True. It is a small bed pickup truck, but you could you could definitely fit six people. So, okay. So you guys are headed. You guys want to sneak on out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who all is going? Is everybody going? Well, we. <clears throat> I say that we all. I go say, and then take them all out of town, like with us. I say we have the. We only really need one person to run into the general store, leave the, <clears throat> leave the message, and run out. So we should have everybody else in the truck. The truck is running, up next to the door. Of mm-hmm. the general store, so they just jump out, jump back in. Sounds good. Jonah, can I trust you to do that? Just go leave a telegraph and come back? Well, sure. If these are the only two survivors, I'm sure the general store won't give me... <laughs> the general <laughs> store over won't give me any problems, so right. yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jonah doesn't have the best mark with him. Okay. So the plan is everybody's out in the truck, which is running. Truck's running. Yeah. Who's driving? John. John's driving? John's driving. John and... 
Okay. So yeah. we'll have it. We'll have it. So it's draw, uh, John, Elise, right? Elsie. Elsie. Yeah. Just mix the letters around. Yep. Elsie and the, what's her name? We never asked her name. Oh, my name is Mrs. Flanagan. Thank you, Miss Flanagan. And so, uh, we'll have the three of them in the, the, in the car, and then everybody else will be in the bed. Okay. If the professor's mm-hmm. done trying to kill me, I'm okay with this. And if he isn't, then we'll throw him out. All right. <laughs> What's he uh, going to do? <laughs> What's John going to do? <laughs> I'm going to position the car no, where trying. the back of the vehicle is mm-hmm. facing the door. Yeah. So then you can just run so out, just jump run straight into the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe you have it like cocked towards the closest exit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can have my gun out and ready then in the back, just sitting there in case something happens. Okie dokie. So, Jonah, how are you? How are you going about this? How are, how are you? Well, it's like a giant. The the only threat is like a big old giant blob that we know of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just. I'm gonna run in and. Try and find the telegram as quickly as possible. Okay. I'm, go- I'm going for speed. <laughs> okay. I'm all alone in this time of need. <laughs> nice, right? So you you run into the store you of Baxter's store, and then you head to the you head past the counter into the back. You're kind of searching through. You find a find a desk with a telegram uh, machine on it. Uh, copy of Morse code next to it. And what is what is the message that you send? What well, was there a standard message they gave us to send? Nope. Or they just said, give us a message. Yep. Uh, do we have, like, a sector name? I mean, I know we're a part of Department 7, but do we have, like, a... Just send, no, it, directly, uh, send it directly to the other detective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you would send it to District 7. You, you know they're, they're tele- okay. telegram. Uh, uh, team Jonah Schmidt... Has well, so they know. Yeah. I don't yeah, want to waste time putting um, everyone's actually, name. <laughs> they would. They would have given you a team number. Yeah, exactly. Let me, let me oh, figure that out. That's what. I, that's what I asked. You would be team number eighteen. Okay, team eighteen. Uh, mission, a wall requesting help. Uh, will return to base. What? Something like that. Mission absent without leave. That's what a wall stands for. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> mission. Gone, gone sideways. You know, missions. No, well, technically, we completed the mission, dude. Oh man, you should really let Claudia do this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Claudia could tell you what to send. Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. It's okay. Before I jump in, it. I'm like, was there like a standard message we were supposed to send or something? It's less about standard and more about them knowing what's happening. So tell them David's missing. And we're coming back to them, so they need to send someone to find him, but that there's a giant threat in the town. Describe the white creature as best mm. as you can and get out of there. Just okay. something simple so they know we need to send someone to look for him, but we need to evacuate because there's two survivors left in this town, and we have them with us. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, good. Thank you, Claudia. Uh, all right, so Team so 18... Team 18. Uh, David missing, requesting search party. David MIA? Yeah. David MIA, requesting search party. Uh, mission complete. Returning for debriefing. Warning. Uh, town in... Threat level high. Threat, there you go, thank you. 
threat level high, uh, giant white blob, all-consuming, will explain in debrief. <laughs> Stop. Town deserted. Town, uh, or evacuating town. survivors. Thank you. We'll explain in debrief, evacuating survivors. Okay. Jonah, roll me a listen check. Uh, extreme success. Okay, you hear one of the windows in the other room is just... <laughs> I know that flop anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> It's David. <laughs> what do you do? Scream, yell, something? I don't know. I'm going to run out. Just full break for it? I've sent the message, correct? Mm -hmm. Is there like a delay on telegrams that I have no, no, to no. wait it's, for something? It's, it's full. It's, it's gone. It's sent. I'm going to run out, yeah. <laughs> okay. I sprint out. I was more like, you're not gonna, are you going to try and sneak out? Or are you going to try and... Yeah. I don't know if it has ears. That's true. You don't. <laughs> So I run out. Okay. Uh, so you, you like exit this, this office with the telegram. I have my... I would like to ready my weapon and run out. Okay. Uh, and you don't see anything immediately. There's just a broken window in front of you. Are you going to head for the door or for the broken window? The door. Okay. <laughs> you could want to just jump out the window. I don't know. I, the car is positioned at the door. That's true. Uh, okay, so as you're going through, you're you're running you're running through uh, aisles where they're stockpiled, where they normally a bunch of food and supplies would be stockpiled, but there's nothing no nothing on these shelves. Mm -hmm. And then roll me a dodge as this white Oof, nah, no good thing goes <laughs> which zips out of one of these side aisles and try and duck it. Yeah, nope. Uh, let me see if it hits. Uh, that is a miss. Cool. And you look down this side from where it came from, there is this large white shape filling. Ooh, let's roll. What's your dex? I have your dex written down. Your dex is a 50. Yep. Ooh. I'm not very limber. And this thing has a 60 in dex. So go ahead. Give me a strength check. So it gets to go first. I got an, a one. <laughs> you got a one? I yeah. got a one. Oh, uh, you're I'm so lucky. Yep. Yep. Critical. As this thing moves to try and envelop you, and you are able to just duck out of the way. Can I, like, push one of the shelves onto it? Yeah. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, so you can, you know, like, throw, throw the shelf in front of you, and you are start sprinting out of the way. What's your movement? Seven. Seven. Oh, you're lucky. This movement is four. <laughs> so you're able to run out of this shop, and there's the truck waiting for you. You just jump in. I jump in. <laughs> I hit the back. Go, go, go. <laughs> I start going. All right, and you peel out. Okay, congratulations. You made it out safe. Yeehaw. You got As you are. Achievement <laughs> 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 unlocked. The white blobs will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Butterfly effect. <laughs> <laughs> I should have let it eat me. That's, it was just trying to trick me. Oh, it's just trying, trying to trick you, trying to trick yeah. you man. That's, what I, that's, why David, that's why David's the best that's player David. in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So about four hours into this drive to back towards Arkham, uh, you see a caravan of 
government agent trucks, uh, mostly Arkham police vehicles coming towards you. Um, they as they as they see you coming down the road because they're the only ones coming out this way. They usually pull up and like kind of like a, you see an arm stick out of it and just like motion to pull over. Mm-hmm. Run, run, go, go! <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> are they going alongside us or are they going the opposite direction? They're going, we're coming towards you, like they're answering our call. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna look in the mirror. Do I see any like facial details? Mirror? Of they're like, coming towards you. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going behind me. Sorry. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead. Just pull over. Okay. Uh, Detective Raymond Ozanich gets out of the car and he he rushes over to your guys's. And he's like, "What? Uh, how, how's everything going? Is everybody, is everybody okay? Are we all good? Are we all good? Uh, no, no, we're missing <laughs> David. We're right, right. We got that. But like, are you guys okay? Yeah, we made it out okay. We're alive. Okay. Okay. Get come on, come on. Um, okay. And he like calls calls a team over. He's like, "All right, uh, real quick, give me the status report." All right, we. W- I kind of explain what had happened in the sense of I'm not going to be able to do this in Claudia's voice. We give voice him measure. a status report. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> So we went through and we searched the area around the creek. We found out that it was flowing from a source in one of the caves up there that was being channeled by this pulsating heart in the cave where the walls were made of skin and flesh and odd intestines. And there was this woman that was being pinned to the wall almost as if she was being absorbed by it. It looked like several other people had been absorbed by this cave as well. This woman, by the way, is this professor's wife. He's very unhappy oh, with us. Um, <laughs> and from this heart was this water that was flowing. In the water were these little white specks that if something touched the water, and that's what was feeding the creek, it would eat it. Or if it didn't eat it entirely, it would infect them with whatever disease Jonah here seems to have. We don't know if the white uh, blobs uh, directly do the infecting, but there is a correlation. Or if they're just causing the water to be tainted. He asked for a status report, not for a debriefing. <laughs> no, this is a status report. Yeah, this is, this is the <laughs> short version. what I do to you. Toma- uh, tomato, tomato? <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm... And so a large group of them probably... T- how large is the white blob that we have, that we're facing? Like, size of about five people? Oh, yeah, or more. Like... Yeah, I don't know how large. Uh, there was it one filled an entire row of, of like storefront. All right, so this massive amalgamation of li- these little white things has now come out of the water and is running around that town up there, and it has eaten everybody in the town except the two people in the back of the truck. And and they hurt like hell, but we got rid of the mob problem. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, great. That's not the concern. Right now. That's, that's not a concern. That's that'd be the debrief. <laughs> um, yeah. It. Uh, there was definitely something going on with that, but I'm not sure entirely what it was, other than what I just said. Okay. Here's the plan. You two. Uh, we're we're, getting, we're leaving this truck here. It's it's unclean. Uh, you. Any points at Jonah and Elsie, Mrs. Flanagan, and Rose? And he's like, I need you guys over there. And he, he like whistles over another team. Uh, and they. I'm sorry, us. I get. I get the bumpkins need to go, but uh, you also have the disease. You, we we have to put you in quarantine because we don't know what this is. We got to figure this out. No, but you can't do this. Yes, we we need. We, we we'll need his help. You can't I, do this. I'm a part of the team. 
I'm the funny you, one. You can't do this to me. <laughs> you're, you're still gonna be a part of the team, but we gotta put you aside for a little bit, okay? We got. I got. We gotta make stop this disease from spreading. All right. We'll talk about this later, and I yes, go over with them. Uh, so he he puts and these guys a uh, team of people in like uh, gas masks and kind of not modern but like older hazmat suit kind of things. Uh, they they come over and they they usher you inside another van, and they they take off uh, back towards Arkham and David. Or David, uh, Detective Raymond. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> hey guys, well, it's good to see you. It's Detective, my car. Detective Raymond. Get by a car. It gets sideswiped. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poetic justice. Uh, That's what the truck should have sideswiped them. They came and picked them up. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> Take something cool and they're just like. <laughs> oh, hey, there's the new guy. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Uh, uh, Detective Raymond, he turns to you, John and Claudia, and he says, "All right, uh, I'm, I'm going to get you guys in my car. We're going to come back. We've got. We're going to get a team of guys to quarantine this area off, and we're going to we're going to hunt this down. You guys are off the job for now." David, we need someone to go find David. They, they'll be looking for David too. Who, they'll keep an eye out. Also, David was uninfected just when we left him. Okay, we'll we'll keep an eye out. But if he will. He'll be in for questioning afterwards, but uh, we'll figure, we'll I figure hope it out. He's in for questioning because that means he's alive and found. If we, if we can find him, we'll we'll, we'll bring him back. Mm-hmm. But right now he's an unknown. He's in my. Am I being said yourself? Am I being so, dragged to some sort of quarantine van at this point? You're in the quarantine van. Okay. While I was being dragged, <laughs> I was. Like, no, no, you can't do this to me, damn it! No, guys, help, help! We're no. not. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. All right. So, John and Claudia, you get in with Detective Raymond? Yeah. So, okay. Uh, and he, they head back to, or you guys head back to Arkham. As you guys are leaving, you see, uh, look like SWAT teams coming in, uh, as well as more of these trucks with guys in, in these gas masks and suits. Most, mo- most likely quarantine people head towards Blackwater Creek. Jonah, you are taken, and upon being rushed, you're brought in some back entrance of Arkham. They go into like an underground parking garage and then go another floor below. It's like cordoned off. Uh, and you're taken in a back room and you are uh, placed in this, uh, the quarantine chambers, which is you're in, you're in a room with a simple cot. Uh, there's a bathroom attached, a table, and there's a whiteboard system or blackboard system to communicate between this glass w- window and the hallway uh, where you can see another member uh, communicating. He's like, he's writing on, on the glass, like food will be slid through the slot in the door. I write, this is bullshit. He's like, we're sorry, sir, but this is for your own safety. And for our safety as well. Yeah, this is damn right. If, this is for your safety. I, I kick your ass. <laughs> if disease goes away, you will be released. We will be working on it. I cure. plug my ears. He's writing. I'm this. Like, That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> That's funny. John and Claudia, as you guys make it back to Department Seven, you guys are able to go in the front door. Um and. Raymond takes you over to uh, one of to his desk, and he says, "So, I I know we need to do a proper debrief, but 
quite frankly, we don't have a we don't have a lot of time. I'm I'm afraid to do this to you, but uh, we've we've got a situation on our hands. I hope. Um, I, all right, what is it? Uh, you can tell that we're badly injured, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I... I he, he hands you guys each a fresh change of clothes. Uh, and he, and this, he says, I, I'm going to show you the showers. Uh, let you guys freshen up a little bit. Please use the disinfectant soap. Uh, of course. Special disinfectant soap. And then I'll, I'll meet you in briefing room eight. All okay. right. Okay. You guys go wash up. <laughs> Come on back. John finishes up first, and Claudia, as you enter briefing room eight, you will find, or you find Detective Raymond and John waiting for you. Uh, Raymond is already writing on the blackboard. John is looking fresh and sitting opposite a man. He's late twenties, dressed in a clean suit. He's got a really thin face, uh, a lot of freckles, and this familiar shock of reddish blonde hair. Claudia, this is your cousin Cecil. And he turns and he looks at you and he says, "You know, Claudia." I thought if you're staying in my apartment that you'd at least, like, you know, cover up the gashes in the wall with something or other. I don't know. I, you know, I appreciate you paying rent and everything, but come on. No, I'm just kidding. It's good to see you. I get up and give her a hug. Yes! Let me change my character name to Cecil Hunter. I tricked all of you. I told them all I was playing an old man, but none of them look close enough to my sheet to realize I have 80 decks, and that makes no sense. I didn't look at your sheet at all. I didn't I know. bother. I know. But here's the thing, though. Everything else I told you about him was true. Mm-hmm. Oh, frick yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, so that is that is the end. <laughs> I've already Jonah's already given you shit, and you've never met him. Well, you're in Cecil, so. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So yeah, so that is the end of Blackwater Creek, guys. Yay, we did it! I like that twist. Congratulations! Yeah, All right. me too. Uh, That's fantastic, <laughs> Nick. Yay. Yes, I'm back in. <laughs> wow, and Jonah's gone. Yep. <laughs> Bye, Jonah. Bye, Jason's guys. gonna be gone this entire arc. I'm <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Jason? No, yep. Jonah. Later, yeah. Guys. <laughs> I, uh, did you guys not sign with the paid vacation on the contract? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I did. This is all a joke. Me and Jason are actually going on leave. It's just yeah. gonna be Janae Doug. Bye. Oh yikes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Japan. Ooh. Uh Hola. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> Ow, that. Oh, oh. Oh Moana means family. Oh. <laughs> if you want a title for the episode that has nothing to do with the rest of the episode, there you no, go. <laughs> we don't. Moana means family. Oh, my God. Moana means family. All right. So. <laughs> Claudia, I, you know, you come up, give me a I hug, and she's like, hug. "Oh my God, Cecil, I'm I'm so glad to see you all right and well." Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm. When did they let you out? It's a good question. <laughs> uh, couple days ago. Couple days ago, I um, yeah, just got contacted by these guys, and I'm they were not surprised by that. Department Seven is the reason why Cecil is out at all. Yeah, they're kind of just the only reason why I'm out at all. <laughs> why? I'm not surprised they contacted you after everything, but... Um, I'm actually not sure how much I'm at liberty to say. How about we meet up later, and I'll just... Uh, Raymond? 
Could you explain? Uh, Cecil has a certain set of skills that we find useful. And so we, we figured that the two of you guys and the rest of you, we, we could help fill out this team to keep a little more of a, make it a little more efficient. Unfortunately, we lost one, literally missing. Uh, and Jonah is going to be in quarantine for probably a while until his disease clears up. Un- understandable. I so hope we you're will able to find a way to heal him because from what we saw from roads, it looks like it gets worse. We have top men on this. <laughs> top men. Uh, All right. We, we, have, we have scientists working uh, to see if they can come up with a cure. <laughs> Whether or not the, uh, Colonel will comply is another matter. <laughs> cut, cut to Jonah in the cage, crotch chopping the guy <laughs> writing on the blackboard. <laughs> it was like, it was like four swab people just trying to restrain him. <laughs> so, so the, the doctor can just like take a freaking like tongue swab. <laughs> I'll kill you! Let go! Let go! <laughs> so far it's been rough. Hold me back! Don't hold me back! Uh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I wish you all the best of luck with trying to find a way to get him to cooperate. <laughs> yeah. So, that being said, we uh, we have another job. So, several years ago, an artifact in Europe, and he like turns his attention into the to the blackboard now. An artifact in Europe came to our attention. It has become known as Pandora's box. Uh, Greek scholars, 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 <laughs> Greek scholars, Greek scholars, <laughs> Greek scholars are quick to denote this was false. The, has Pandora, according to myth, has been given an urn. That being said, the strangeness of this box is still undoubtable. So I have an image of the box here for you. It's a cardboard box. <laughs> it's not cardboard. It's very strange. Cardboard. Has it doesn't look cards. exactly like oh, this, but this is the only image of a box I could find. <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. Looks like this. Very we'll cool. post, Looks we'll like that. Something. It'll go up on the social media. It says kelp. <laughs> no. It does say no. kelp. <laughs> those are runes, my dude. <laughs> sure that's not just a kelp. Seat, sure that's not one of those bento boxes? <laughs> Pretty sure. Says <laughs> Jonah. Says Jonah. Here's, here's what we know about the box. Comments. I'm turning off my mic. <laughs> here's what we know about the box. It, it came into the possession of a British aristocrat in 1910 by the name of Sir Martin Fotheringham. Fotheringham? Fotheringham? I can't notice. I don't know how to say this name. It was ridiculous. He's a British ambassador to the tiny Montenegrin court in Setinje. Europeans are weird, man. <laughs> After his retirement in 1912, Fotheringham disappeared from his stately home. Four years later, he and his grandson mysteriously disappeared, and his son died during an Ill- artillery barrage in Flanders. There was talk of an antique box bringing a curse upon the family, and it was due to these circumstances that the box became to be known as Pandora's Box. At this point, the more official history begins. That's just more rumor that we've got. Uh, the fathering estate was distributed. The box was placed in the local museum by the inheritor, uh, cousin to the extinct Fotheringham line. It was described as an antique brass box, 12 inches by 6 inches, with pewter, silver, copper, and gold clasps, possibly Phoenician. It was found on the desk of the gruesomely murdered curator, Theophilus Carney, whose still unsolved murder is a famous locked room mystery, by the way. Uh, he was distributing the Fotheringham's estate 
And a few years later, the cousin of the state, Roland Lembrance, was found crushed in the ruins of a collapsed stone folly on his Devonshire estate, only shortly after the box would be returned to him from the bank vault in which it had been previously been stored. By repute, the box was found near him, and the box came into the possession of a relative of his, another relative, John Drummond, who subsequently married an American heiress in 1924 and moved to the USA. She died of a heart ailment no more than a year later. And rumored to be short of funds, John Drummond was persuaded by the blandishments of Pandora Milan to dis- let her display the box at Pandora's Palace, her recent nightclub venture. Common speculation agrees that Drummond intends to auction off the box following its appearance in the nightclub. Unfortunately, and he throws a newspaper clipping towards you guys, the box has disappeared. We don't know where it was, but it was robbed. It was robbed? The box was not robbed. The <laughs> the state was robbed in the middle of the night. Disappearing with it, the nightclub promoter who was handling the box's auction and display. Basically, here's the here's the thing, gang. We we need to track this box down and we need to get it back. And we need to put it in a safe place because there's too many accidents and too much going on with this box that we need to inspect it to make sure that there's nothing cult like going on with this that could be supernatural. Cecil raises his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, was all of that important? Because if so, can you say it again? Because I want to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, in 1910. <laughs> okay. You do that and then write it all down. <laughs> so, if you have any questions, I will field them now. Uh, Cesar raises his hand. Yes. Um, can it be about anything or just this mission? Mostly this mission. All right. He I have the hand. right to veto. He lowers his hand. <laughs> Yeah, I got a question. Yeah. Why are you telling me this stuff? <laughs> oh, right. He's not FBI. <laughs> He's like, I forgot. Do we not offer you the job? No. Did I forget to do that? <laughs> Usually you only give me anything that Yeah, he was a point of reference. That's man, funny. I am. You're slacking today, man. No, it's, it's, it's been a long day, man. No, I got I'm, the telegram for you guys. No, I'm just I got this thing coming up. It's It's no, been it's, cast. Yeah, it's cool. I didn't want so. to... To interrupt you, you're going on a good flow, but yeah, it was it was like it was crisp, it was clean. I, it was no, um, I yes. want to know uh, when I'd be able to leave. Well, we want to offer you a job full time with us to be a part of Team 18. Ooh. I know you've been offering that for years, but I already told you, buddy, I can't do that. Not yet. I, but what? why not, Mr. Wayland? I still owe him. Uh. And if I do not come up, I don't check in, I don't pay my dues, then I won't be paying no dues no more, no matter where I am. We can we can offer you protection. We said this before. We you don't know him like I do. So I talk like this. I thought it was just your voice. No. I can't move. I'm gonna point to the right side of my face. I can't move the side of my face. I don't feel it. The last thing I felt was his instrument of persuasion. I can't talk out of this section of my face. Cecil looks very agitated and then decides to speak up. He's like, hey, I, I don't know you that well, but if if you owe someone money, this this place seems like they kind of have a lot of money. 
wallets. It's much more than money. Oh, never. Okay, never mind. Sorry. John, what do you owe this man? Oh, where am I living? After I left college, a professor and I had a, a brief falling out. I picked up boxing. Mr. Whalen was my manager. And I took a fall. Only to know that my manager wasn't only interested in boxing. And now, I'm on a very tight leash. One I've not been able to take off for a very long time. In gesture to the agent. He's been trying to help me. I've been trying to give them windows to crawl through, to take down Wayland, but Wayland is very good. And he's very dangerous. He's someone that I would not want to see on a good or bad day. <laughs> and until I can set it straight with him, I have to come in at least once a week. And then take a fall if he needs me to. Wait, how long had we been gone on this mission? Not a week Only yet. a couple of days. Okay. Yeah. Four so, days max, I think. That's why I was wondering why you're telling me this. Usually, I only get jobs to do with the mob to help you out if I can. Look, hey, here's the thing. You're actually really good at this. You're really good at working with a team like this. So, here's the thing. If you need to do that to save face, once a week, we can, we can work with that. We can keep you on a, on, a, on a local leash. We don't have to send you out to the country every time. For the job, I can help you. I'm more than happy to do it. But I do need to put Mr. Whalen first. We can do that as well. We can we we can we can do both here. I don't know. And we've done it for a couple of years now, if I remember correctly. Right, but I'm saying like you can start working with us more than just giving us information. We could really use that. I don't know. And here's the thing, we're we're getting closer on him as well. Know. Right. Not just not just Department Seven, but Department Eight and Nine as well. Whoa. I've been but those are those are not <laughs> secret departments. Those are just Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 a homicide in gangs. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so wait, there's a Department Eight and Nine, and there's departments before Seven, right? Yeah. So does like there's like a Department One through Six and Eight through Nine that aren't secret, and then everyone's like, "What about Department Seven? They're like, yep. "We just skip that number." Yep. There's definitely no Department Seven. It. The rumor is that it's unlucky. It's cool. Uh, what? The rumor is that it's unlucky number, so they didn't name any Department 7. 7 is the lucky number. They should call this Department 13. Not all of them. Some people, 7 is unlucky. Some people, there, 13 there is lucky. There are some things that say 7 is unlucky. Huh. Yeah. 7 and 13 are both unlucky and lucky, depending on your culture. Yeah, they're, yeah. Okay. Oh, I've been bringing up the idea of retirement. And if I can get out of that, if I can convince them... That's a good idea. I might be able to get out of it. But he's a very hard man to convince. And we're aware of that. But we're saying you still do your weekly check-ins. 
And then the rest of the, the six days, you can work with us. I'll still have to train. have to do my fights. Because if I lose a fight, he wants me to win. And I'm pointing to my left side. I won't be able to talk out of this side either. Wow. Cecil says. Don't get involved with the mob, kid. It's not a good idea. Uh, you don't? Okay. Yeah. You don't stop me, too. I'm still going to help. I just need to do a couple things. And then, I'll be good. So, is this an invitation to extend my contract for now? This is an invitation to hire you permanently. Give me a couple days, and hopefully I will be able to go on this one. But I need a couple days to figure things out. We don't we don't have a couple days though. You want us to leave to find this box now? Yeah. That's that's how dangerous we think this box is. And I'm also I would also recommend we do some more research on it. Because this box has only appeared on our radar quite recently. With this Pandora's palace opening thing. And we need to get to the bottom of this and figure out just how dangerous this box is and if we need to get it off the streets. Alright, well, I gotta say, after that first official mission that, or second, I guess, first official mission that you sent us on, I'm, I'm loving this. As fun as this is, as much as I almost died, <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> I'm glad. Most people don't say that. <laughs> I worry about your health and safety a lot, mentally. Yikes. I worry about <laughs> that too, honestly, but I mean, I guess it, if my cousin's prove nothing it's that hey even if i go out i can always bounce back yeah but that doesn't work for like death though well, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was referring to my mental health there cecil well, i know i know that's why i said it doesn't work for death <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know what do you <laughs> it's really cool isn't it i know right, nick's so. just making summoning circles no jason i'll kill you you Mm. Nick, I took a picture. Okay, good. <laughs> 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 all right. I was so and amused. I already ripped my sheet. Thanks, Jason. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right. How many days uh, did that last mission take? Like four, I think. I think four? we took a few naps. Let's see, there was the first night with the boar. And then there was... The... Dude, that was, was the big fight. There was the big fight, and we slept... We slept in the woods. Slept in the woods. woods. In the woods. And then we slept in the woods again. again. Slept in the woods again. So this is day four. So it's day, this yeah, is day so four. Yeah, so it took three days. Three mm-hmm. nights. So this is day four. All right. Well, give me tonight. I'll move with him. And if all goes well, I may be able to leave tomorrow. But I need tonight at least. Okay. All right, and with that, he's just going to walk out of the mission briefing, take his jacket. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Are you going to meet back here in the morning? Because I need to wait for you to meet up with Team 18. Oh, I don't know me. Whatever you need me, you'll find me there. Right, but I need to establish a meeting place now. We should we should do that. Yeah, we should do that before <laughs> I need you and I have to figure out how to contact you. <laughs> Doug is trying to do this cool exit. He's like, wait, oh, wait, oh. Right, <laughs> I'll come back here like I always came. 
I'll be back here same time. Okay. So, guys, the team tomorrow will be here to collect John and we can keep going on the investigation. Since we're not leaving today, can I please visit we... a hospital of some sort? Because You I'm... can visit our doctor uh, <laughs> before you head out, but we the nightclub is not open in the morning. So, we got to... The only time to really get in there and actually talk to the people who are going to be there without having to hunt them all down tomorrow is going to be tonight. Tonight. Or tomorrow evening, but I'd rather do this tonight. I'd rather get the jump right. on it. it. We're on a crime scene investigation. I all can't right. imagine we're getting into much fighting. All right. Tonight all right. it is. Who Who all is now part of Team 18? Uh, currently, Me. you, Cecil, John, and... Uh, David is MIA and Jonah is in quarantine. Well, if if we find David and he's okay, and if Jonah gets out of quarantine, they'll and, be back as well. And if John actually joins the team, if what what do you mean if <laughs> when when Jonah gets out of quarantine, okay? No. Let me if. let me let me tell you that detector or detective Raymond Osnage has no idea if Jonah will be. Cured or not. Jonah writes a giant if. <laughs> you're not there. <laughs> oh, you're not here. <laughs> what if that was not? Yeah, David does the same. If. <laughs> David, what, where did you come from? <laughs> oh, no, he's in the truck. He's just, he just does that. <laughs> just like in the end, he's like the fog's up the window. If. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. So I think we'll stop right there before we All begin right. this investigation because you guys might also want to do some research and stuff beforehand. All right. Library roll. Hey. You'll be using that next week. But that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Shadow of California. I just want to say that this show has joined the amazing Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support a bunch of shows like Mars Fall, Wireland Ranch, Someone Dies in This Elevator, and this one. You can listen to shows ad-free and get tons of premium bonus content on over 40 shows. For us sci-fi people, I recently listened to Mars Fall, and they have a whole miniseries, interviews, and albums of the show's unique score on there. All of it for $10 a month. That's like having a Patreon account to 40 podcasts for the price of one. On top of that, 70% of your subscription goes directly to creators. This support helps us with getting these shows produced. I know every penny that I earn through this program goes straight into the next season's budget. And let me tell you, as an indie podcaster, every cent helps us keep doing what we love and helps keep the content flowing on a faster timeline. 
You can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS, or by going to apollopods.com. Again, that's apollopods.com, or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support.